just grab them in the brisket. You know, we can talk. It's fine. Damn it, James. And we're live. And we're live. You can talk if you want, James. It's okay. (laughs) And this is the Grabbing the Brisket podcast, guys. Hey, thank you for tuning in and joining along with us in our nice little barbecue journey. To actually, today is going to be our steak journey. We're going to mm-hmm. learn a little bit about steak. Yeah. Steak we're, we're competition on, steak. Right? This is our competition. 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 S- competition. Complication. Steak. <laughs> Are we putting the rubber stamp on it? Or is that what we're saying? Yes. Putting the rubber I, stamp? I, I, I'm like hoping. We're, we're hey, done? Look, listen, the guy, the guy coming up, we, we do have a guest. The guy coming up has a big background in, in steak cook-offs and in actual barbecue cook-offs and whatever else. Mm-hmm. But so yes, I want to go ahead and rubber stamp this one now. I'm hoping that he talks about this. If he doesn't, we'll see. I don't know. But if he does, we'll call this the competition steak series. series. Finale. Right. Right. This, this is the finale. finale. Ooh. Yeah. Everybody finale. tunes in for a finale, right? That's right. Finale. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like game seven, right? It's game it was seven. series. Right. It's game like seven. you know something's you know what I mean? something big's about to happen, yeah. right? I mean, if it's the end of the series, <laughs> right. you know something right. like You're somebody's watching. fixing to die off. Right. Yeah. Uh, who's fixing to die somebody, off? Somebody. Somebody. Hey, I, man, I, I'm not dying off. I would tell you this right now. If you're thinking about, like, doing a competition steak, this guy, I've seen his stuff. This guy is the guy to ask questions to. This is the guy to hook up with and link up with and whatever else, and hopefully we can dive into it. And he, he's he's forgiving enough, you know, to us, but uh, we'll see. So, uh, Should we go ahead and say who the guy is? Let's do it. We yeah. tease it long enough. Kyle Mataszewski? Shesky. Shesky. Yeah. That was my first guess. You pronounced it correctly. Thank you. Paul <laughs> Mataszewski. Yeah, we've pronounced it 46 different ways in the last <laughs> yeah. week or so. but Mata, I And we got it wrong every single time we pronounce it wrong. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he never gets that. But we'll have him on uh, in a few minutes, and we'll let him correct us. Yeah, 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 for sure. But before we get to it, how's everybody's week been? Everybody's good? Been good so far, man. Yeah. So far, yeah. I mean, it is only Tuesday, but we got a, we got a ways to go. We do have you know, I, I've seen been, a I've seen a lot of new uh, toys around here mm, this week. Mm-hmm. John did get a new Weber. Yeah, so did James. Yes, yeah. he did. So John, let's just John had a birthday. He mm-hmm. he did. He's forty nine. James and I had a birthday. We're twins. Yeah, James and John are <laughs> James and John are twins. Uh, not to be confused with James and Jan. Uh, John got the ranch kettle. She's a big mofo. She is a big mofo. Uh, the Weber Ranch, and then James, you got the Weber Performance Deluxe. Deluxe, Deluxe. yes, which yeah. we which comes with I, a trash can. That's right. Yeah, it comes with a starter thingy and which a charcoal is freaking basket. Awesome. And it's pretty yeah. badass. Like it yes. literally, like set the charcoal basket <laughs> on top of the starter and just press a button, turn a knob, and it ignites your coals. Boom. Yeah, Done. I was trying to figure out how to get the the ranch kettle mounted onto your performer. <laughs> With the starter like that, because I think it would be awesome. Yes. Uh, you would probably need a welder. We just one. need to drill a couple mm. holes in the side of it. We mm-hmm. could probably get a uh, little uh, igniter. Uh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> thanks to the wife. She surprised me with the new Weber. The other one was uh, not – it wasn't getting older, but, I mean, it was kind of like breaking down just a little bit. I know John's got a few parts for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to fix it right up and yeah. pass it on to Matt. Yeah, now that it's broken wow. down enough and wore out, it's Perfect for me. Oh, for sure. Right. It's right in my alley now. And James, <laughs> how got it nice and seasoned yeah. up for yeah. you, Matt? <laughs> how'd you turn? Uh, how'd you turn today, James? I turned twenty, nope. <laughs> forty, nope. thirty-eight, thirty-eight years yes. old. We are thirty-eight. Nice. Yes. James <laughs> and John, are and you will be for the next eight years. <laughs> uh, not to be confused with 
James and Jan that are actually 42. But, Whew. yeah, James and Jan are older. John and James are definitely younger. Yeah, fool's yeah. about turning to dust. By the way, I did not get a Weber uh, for my birthday. I didn't either. Well, it's not your birthday, Alden. <laughs> <laughs> so, I actually, uh, you you cooked like, I don't know, 15 uh, pork chops yesterday. Yeah, we cooked a lot, and there was still a lot. had a lot of room. There was yeah. a lot of room. Yeah. 15 pork chops, a dozen uh, legs, chicken legs. Yeah, some breasts. Some breasts, sure. four, four breasts. And I still yeah. could have slept comfortably, comfortably yeah. on there. That's right. Exactly. Without a doubt. If you haven't seen the picture of Alden with the with the Weber, <laughs> it's great. He looks tiny. I haven't even seen it. Yeah, it's good. Well, you should probably visit our social media. Speaking <laughs> of our social media. Alden. Give well, them a business. You know, if if that was if I was one of our our good guys, I would probably go to Twitter and go to at grab the brisket. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are both one and the same. It's at grab them in the brisket. You know, we have a website. You know, we're we're, we're pretty cool, dude. You know, it's www dot <laughs> grab them in the brisket dot com. And then you know, also uh, our emails Gmail and is uh, grabbing the brisket at gmail.com. So guys, just reach out to us; we will respond. James is shaking his head. Yep. No, no so I'm grabbing my the brisket. head and like, oh yes, yeah, you just nailed uh, it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Any questions that you guys may have out there, whether it's the competition cooking, just the backyard grilling, the steak competition, we're fixing to learn a little bit uh, here, in the, here in a couple minutes, hopefully. But if you have the questions, just, just send it to us. I mean, whether it's emailing or hit us up socially, and we'll sure. be glad to help out if we can. Right. I do think we started a, a cool thing, you know, when we go live before we actually do our podcast, you know, because that gets us, you know, because our podcast comes out a week later than what people are yeah. asking questions about. But at least, you know, they can ask us, and they know we're going to directly get to their questions you know in the podcast you know, yes so stay tuned to our uh, yeah. instagram because uh, like alden's mentioning that we're going to go live probably before we record maybe 30 40 minutes ahead of time just to kind of just maybe do a beer review drink beer that's all drink we're doing beer. and uh, right, let's be honest. do a little q a and see what you guys are up to and, and maybe something that we can bring up on the podcast so we appreciate the interaction word and speaking of our social media, I uh, tagged our Grabbing the Brisket page with all the food that we had at uh, John's birthday. So I don't know if you guys saw that, but there was uh, seafood and chicken paella. Oh, James made so good. Yeah, it was really freaking good. And James made some <laughs> uh, bacon wrap jalapenos, and some had... Um, there were Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A chicken jalapeno poppers. With yes. the Chick-fil-A sauce in it, which yes. was freaking awesome. Speaking also, of that, who was it that asked about that on the uh, Instagram thing earlier? I don't remember who it was, Somebody but did. shout out to them. I know yeah. they're going to be listening. Yeah. He, they want to know how it turned out, and it, they turned out great. They were really Perfect. good. Like, I tried awesome. them later in the night. I was I was smashed, but they were fantastic. You were smashed. <laughs> what else do we have? We had like charcuterie boards that your wife put together. Charcuterie? What? Charcuterie. Yeah, uh, we actually were up to three thirty in the morning that night. Yeah, I saw a <laughs> nice <laughs> a nice bike toss video. That was pretty. Oh solid. yeah, if you haven't seen Matt riding a I don't know circus bike, <laughs> uh, ghosting fantastic. a bike. That yeah. might have been the night before, but yeah, it was Friday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, either way, it's the weekend. But you know. it was it was a great great night, great weekend, celebrating with friends and family. And hey, we're all fortunate to be in this time and age to be able to share with our friends and family. So I mean, this is super awesome. 
Yep. Yep. I think. Yep. Yep. I don't like know. A, what are we are doing? Scatting? Like, what's going on? So we teased it probably a whole lot. Yeah, we did. And you guys probably may have skipped all the way to the end, but you shouldn't. Let's bring up our guests. Kyle. Yes. Kyle. Matashishki, you're behind barbecue. Yes, sir. Matash. Matish- uh, we'll ask him. I don't yeah, know. We'll just, yeah, that's fine. This is the Grabbing the Brisket podcast, guys, and we have a special guest with us, Kyle. And I'm going to ask you to pronounce your name for us just for reference. <laughs> it's Matashesky. Matashesky. Uh, that, that was my next guess. That was my next guess. Yeah, I was way off. We butchered the crap out of it. <laughs> As always. That. No, that's all good, man. I get that all the time. It's all good. So, Kyle, I mean, obviously, uh, the love of barbecue and, and the, the passion and the craft and all that good stuff kind of brought us together a little bit. Tell us a little bit yes, about uh, what you do, um, um, all that good stuff. Uh, well, my name's you know Kyle Matashevsky, and uh, I uh, my dad and I started You're Behind Barbecue, and we started you know in the backyard with the, you know those cheap offsets they used to sell at Home Depot. They probably still sell them. Who knows? But those cheap offsets at Home Depot, we bought one of those, and we started messing around, messing around, and you know then there was a there was a contest in Scottsdale. And uh, so we said, screw it, let's sign up. We signed up. There was probably, I don't know, 130, 140 teams there. So, we, wow. you know, we go rolling in with these off, these two offset smokers, and uh, we had one of those Weber bullets, those 22s. Yep. And we go rolling in there with a, you know, we got a, like a, we had this old-looking Breaking Bad-looking RV. <laughs> go rolling into this thing. <laughs> We go roll all, all these high rollers everywhere. Our, our neighbor was the uh, what was his name? Team Eno serve. They were like first place KCBS team of the year that year. Wow. You know, sponsored by Jim. B, you know, and here we are, Breaking Bad looking guys. But you know, it was all good. We we did what we did, and uh, I think we got I think it was like seventeenth chicken out of hundred and forty some teams that we were absolutely pumped about. That everything else sucked. <laughs> but we were absolutely pumped about our chicken, and we just we got hooked ever since, man. And we just we just slowly been upgrading, upgrading different smokers, and figuring different things out. And now we just travel all around, and we do these contests, and yeah, man, that's about it. Okay, do you do you stick primarily with the the steak cookoffs, or, or are we doing the uh, both? Okay, I do both. The KCBS and Arizona has a. Uh, has a league of their own out here called BCS. It's Barbecue Championship Series. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing like KCBS, but it's a little more laid back. Like you don't have to garnish the boxes and stuff like that. So okay. yeah, we do KCBS, BCS, and right now mainly since all this whole COVID thing's going down, you know we got pretty big time into this whole SCA uh, state contest going on going on around here. Dude, so we're all about that, and I've seen. Uh, I guess you've had a little affiliation with the Cosmos crew or Cosmos. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we just got uh, we just got sponsored by them this year. That's awesome! Congratulations. Oh, yeah, it's it, thank you. It's pretty. You know, that's it's pretty crazy. They got to pick. You know, <laughs> a father and son out here in you know Waddell, Arizona. So it's pretty cool, actually. That's that's phenomenal. That's awesome. And I, I, I I've seen your steaks. Uh, they look phenomenal. Um, thank you it's it's it is definitely a craft people think like i you know we, we all cook ribeyes at home and they're like uh, you know what yeah I, they, they taste great and whatever else but 
you know, it's it's all about you know competition barbecues that one bite, right? That a lot of people just don't get it, right? It's that yeah. you only get one bite as as a judge, and then usually yeah, you know that's it. You, you gotta impress somebody with one bite. That's, that's what I always tell people. That's right. So, but they're it's, taking one bite, size yep. of a thumbnail. You gotta impress them with that bite. How are you gonna impress me or impress somebody without one bite? Well, so a lot of people, so, they, it's hard for them to really fathom what that really means because they're like, oh, no, well, I like my steak. You're like, okay, but you only get yeah. one bite. So are you going ha- yeah, to have the matter. best one bite of that steak, right? And they're like, well, if they exactly. take it from this side, it'll be the best. And you're like, well, what if they don't pick that side? What if they don't <laughs> pick the fat cap, you know? I mean, you can't, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know. So I, I've never yeah, done one. Yeah. Oh, you haven't done one yet? I've not done one. So we're eager, and we actually been doing a steak series. So we're definitely eager to pick your brain and and really, I'm not saying give us your secrets and what you do for a competition. Clearly, that's yours and whatever else. But I I think that's what I'm saying. I want secrets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, if you could just uh, go ahead and give us a whole recipe, let me grab my pen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Get ready to write it down. Right. Right. But uh, but the one thing it it is a process, and I think if I'm not mistaken, do they provide the steaks for you, or do you have to bring your own? Yeah, maybe yeah, okay. kind of so, give the people a rundown. So, yeah, so you know, most people like in barbecue contests, for instance, you got to bring your own meat. You got to bring, you know, people are getting three hundred dollar briskets. Some people can only afford, you know, a hundred dollar briskets. Whatever it is, you know, that's all good. And steak contests, they the promoter pro, uh, provides the steak. So usually mm-hmm. a uh, a site to sign up for a steak contest, you go on their website. Check out the calendar and see what you know what's close to you or whatever what's coming around, and it, it's about a hundred and fifty to one hundred seventy five to two hundred bucks depending if you want to do side categories or if you're just there to cook steak. So if you're there to just cook steak, then um, the promoter provides steaks for every team that show that uh, has signed up. They set it. You have a cooks meeting. You set them that you know they set them on a table. You draw a number through a uh, Crown Royal bag, which is pretty cool, <laughs> and they uh, uh, they got uh, different chips in there with numbers for how many other teams are there. So you pick your number, and that's the spot you're going to stand in line. And when you're standing in line, you get 30 seconds. One per, you know, the number, you know, one, two, three goes. You get 30 seconds to pick a steak from the table. So. Once you pick the steak, then you go back, and then they do like a snake rotation. So the the person, say number thirty-two, will be number one, and he's got thirty seconds to pick his second steak. So yeah, they provide steaks for you to cook, and you know it's it, it's really it, they're really fun. I mean, all you really need is a table, a chair, a cooler, beer, um, and yeah, a canopy, and that's all you need, man. You got two steaks. One you're turning in, the other one you get to eat. <laughs> Oh, this is crazy. So, That's awesome. So when you, when you're picking your steak, what are you looking for? You know, so they got they so on ribeyes, there's on so okay, so on a rib roast, if you were to cut a rib roast, all like you know, say fifteen steaks out of a rib roast, like a prime rib. You got one end that's got that's got it looks like it has three muscles on it. They call that a tri heart. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the the most tenderest steak you can get. And then it goes all and then the the third muscle so it's the tryhard. It gets smaller, 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 smaller on the other side of that rib roast. Then it's just a big spinalis to finish mm-hmm. it off. So when I first started, I started. Uh, I did a lot of research and stuff, a lot of practice at the house, and I really, 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 really liked the tryhards because they were tender. You didn't really have to screw with them. There wasn't a lot of fat bubbling in the middle. Every, I mean, they were they were beautiful. 
So I did with that, and I would get my ass handed to me, left and right, left and right. And I just, I couldn't understand it. So, you know, so then I started doing different probes and stuff, getting different temperatures. And what, what come to find out is, you know, one area of the tryhard is at the temperature you want it, and the other side of the tryhard is not. So I had two different two different temperatures. So when they cut the steak in half, they're saying, "Oh, the steak's raw or the steak's overdone," you know. So I had I had a lot of difficult cooking those, but I uh, I started doing just the spinalis only, man. If I, I just look for a steak that's got a real nice, thick looking spinalis, and you know, not a lot of fat in the center of the steak, and that's about it, man. Just the I, I look for the spinalis. Just so you're the getting big, it big, even even through that whole piece of steak. Yeah. So the whole steak cooks yeah. even, correct? Yeah. Do they yeah, also? Because I try hard to, to screw you up, man. But you know what? I can't. I can't hate it too much, because the first golden ticket I won was, of course, with the try hard. So yeah, <laughs> right. And what that is was, that? Do they call that the ribeye cap as well? The spinalis. Yes. Okay. Yes, the spinalis is the ribeye cap as well. Yes. So the, you said the golden ticket. You want to explain what that is to the folks? So okay, so at a steak contest, if you win one, it's usually a thousand. You win a thousand dollars. And then you win what they call a golden ticket. A golden ticket uh, gives you the invite to the world championship in Dallas, Texas. Hmm. So every person that has won a state contest throughout the entire United States, Australia, and what was the and, and the other one? Yeah. So you get this ticket, and so now you get to go to the world championship in Dallas. And then you get an invite to the World Food Championship, and that was in Orange Beach when I went, but now it's in Dallas. Nice. So it's a, it's a pretty big honor, man, because you're cooking against the best of the best people. If you get if you know if you go. Sure. And Kyle, uh, my name's Alton here. I'm gonna jump in for a second. Four out of five yes, of us sir. standing around here are Cowboys fans, and I have seen yes, that you are as well. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, and, uh, our boy got hurt though. Our I, got uh, hurt. I saw that. I saw Gerald go yes. down, man. But he's I didn't. Out, he's out good. Yeah, I didn't know that yeah. you were a uh, top top athlete in your in your prime, man. Oh, Matt. You know, in high school, well, when I was growing up, you know, my parents were like, "You're playing football. You're playing football." I had I wanted nothing to do with that, man. Then I got to go play, and you know, out here they do it by weight. So of course, I was the biggest kid. And, you know, in my my age group, and I had to go play with these you know big kids, and these kids would whoop my ass, man. Like I was just a, I was just a test dummy out there. I felt like I hated it. <laughs> so by the time by the time you know I got my ass whooped year in year out year in year out year in year out, I get to high school, man, and it's like the roles were reversed. Like these kids had never played or played a little bit. But I've played my whole life, and it's like, you know, it was like pound town, man. Like, it was, it was, you know, so yeah, I, I tore it up. They, you're they challenging up the, you're challenging Everson Griffin for a sack record, I'll, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so my senior year, my sophomore and senior year, Everson Griffin went to uh, Alwa Freya High School. That was our big rival school for Millennium. That was our big, big rival school. It was right across the freeway. But, um I got to know him from, like, different parties and stuff. I'd always run into him, and, you know, we'd always kind of chat it up. He's a real nice guy, real nice guy. But this dude is a monster, man. He is an absolute beast. So they had this they had this website called Max Preps where they uh, recorded every sack, every tackle, every touchdown people had or blah, blah, blah. But me and him, 
were neck and neck, you know, first place. Uh, we we're bouncing back from first and second, first and second for the sack record in Arizona. So that was pretty cool, you know, and then, you know, I ended up getting tearing my ACL my senior year. I think it was the last game, last game of the year. So, but anyways, yeah, Everson, he's a cool, he's a cool dude, man. He's really awesome. And I am pumped he's playing for the America's team. I am absolutely <laughs> pumped. One of us here is not. Yeah, I'm editing no. that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to some uh, steaks talk. Let's, let's talk a little steak. So, all right, let's, uh, all right, let's do it. I know we all have our personal preferences on how these steaks are cooked. Yes. But this is not necessarily so doing these steak cook-offs. I mean, you're not serving like medium rare steaks. No. Correct. No, you're not you're not eating it. A judge is eating it. And they have a chart. You can Google it or it's on the SCA website. It's the chart. It's a steak chart of what the judges are going to look for and it's numbered 1 through 10. So a steak like a 1 would be like a steak overdone. Or like a two would be like a steak way too raw, or so it goes. It goes down this line. So what you what the judges are looking for? They're looking for a perfect medium temperature. So like a what would you call that? A warm pink center, maybe you know. Right. I, I like I like my yeah. I like my steaks medium rare, but the judges they will stomp on you every time if you turn something like that in. Wow. So hmm. they want they want medium steaks. How do you turn something in that you don't like yourself, though? I mean, how, yeah, how can you how can you judge it? You're, you're trying to win. You're trying to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like you don't like you like the the flavor of the steak. Steak's gonna be good. It's just like yeah. preference would be. You're just crying right. as you're cooking it right. a little bit. Tears <laughs> streaming yeah. down your face. Just, just pull it off, <laughs> yeah, man. Just, pull it off. Just, yeah, just. A I guess my bit, question is it? is how often do you eat a medium steak? How how do you know how it's supposed to really taste? You know, because uh, you eat you a know, rear. before before a steak contest. I would so so here's a little insight I do. So at our local our local grocery store out here during Christmas or um, or like Thanksgiving any big holiday they usually have prime ribs on sale. So I will literally drop the bank and go go buy every year probably 10 to 12 of these prime ribs and I will store them in a in a big I got a big old freezer here. I'll store them in the freezer. So two weeks maybe two or three weeks before a steak contest I'll pull one of those bad boys out, and I'll slice probably 15 to 20 steaks out of it. And every day I get home from work, I'll, I'll do my whole routine, go through this steak, and I cook, I cook one every every day until it's contest time. Holy so, moly, that's a lot of steaks. Yeah, mm, yeah, steaks. it's it's pretty sickening around. <laughs> Nobody wants steak around here. It sounds delicious in the beginning, but really terrifying it's at like, the end. Yeah, like yeah, Uncle yeah. Uncle Re- the, Uncle know, Rico status. You know? You're over it. <laughs> yeah. You're done. You're like I don't want a piece of steak at all. Get that away. Choking it down with the beers. <laughs> like, <laughs> can I have yeah, some exactly. chicken? <laughs> yeah, where's the pizza? At? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, man, that's that's you know that's the rundown. I mean, it's. uh it's a lot, you know, and it's it's a one-day contest, too. It's not like you're doing a barbecue contest where you got to go out there for two or three days. I mean, you're, you're literally show up in the morning, you cook a steak, you turn it in, and then uh, you drive home. I mean, it's it's a perfect, you know, perfect Saturday evening. So yeah, you're, you're, probably, you're probably driving home. Once you win, you're probably driving home by, like, I don't know, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. After the, after the cut, yeah. So, yeah, usually, like, I'm going to a steak contest this weekend in Utah, Richfield, yeah, Richfield, Utah, and um, 
their 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 timeline is I think the Cooks meetings at like 10 a.m. and then you don't turn your stake in. Uh, you have a 30 minute window, so it's from two o'clock to 2:30. You have to have your stake in by that certain time. So that's kind of the timeline on that. And then once you know once that's done, awards are usually 30 or 45 minutes. You know, maybe to an hour after you turn your stake in. So I mean, it's it's that's wham bam. Yeah. Yeah. They're pumping them out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's it's really quick. It, we've been meaning to hit some up, and with this whole COVID thing, and especially in our area that we're in, it just makes it tough. Uh, we, yeah, we, we've talked about it. Like, dude, we got to get to one of these cookoffs, and I'm sure that we're going to walk in looking like getting our asses whooped the, the first the couple times. Newbies, yeah, we're going to be the newbies and whatever else. But um, I guess I guess our, our biggest. So we've been doing the steak series thing, and we have not done anything about competition steaks. So I'm really fortunate that you said yes to this and kind of bring your knowledge and for not just us, but just other people that listen to this podcast, the other six yeah. people or seven people that listen, uh, <laughs> all of them. Right. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, cause this, this is something that we get, you know, they want to know. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Like somebody, yeah. somebody that's trying to get into just strictly steak competition cooking. I mean, what, I mean, I, I understand there's not a whole lot of stuff that they need. I mean, what are the kind of like the kind of the prerequisites? Like what, what, what do these people need to, get to get into this Matt, so what i always tell everybody when people ask me you know about trying to get into this thing i say you know make sure you got to have a grill you got to have a good grill that you that you like to use and have make sure it has a set of grill grates i swear by grill grates but every time i do that you know i cook with my dad and we go to state contests we cook on separate teams we're under the same tent you know it's all the same kind of deal but he cooks in and his in a cast iron pan so he doesn't even have grill marks on his. He just he he just has you know that cast iron crust crust look. Right. And and he's won first place with that. Unbelievable! I couldn't believe it. You know, I I was like, you, you're not going to do well with this. He turns it in. Of course, he wins the whole thing. But you know, <laughs> that's your dad. Listen up, son. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, exactly. And you know, and I get that speech on the way home, and I'm like, man, that is such bullshit. Like, how do you pull that off? But you know, I I just I just tell people, you know, make sure you. Find a grill you like. I don't care if it's a sous vide, a George Foreman, a smoke. I don't care what it is. Just make sure you can have grill grates. You cook a steak. You got to cook it to a perfect medium. And I, I would say, you know, before you jump into this thing, like my biggest thing is like practice. Practice makes perfect, you know. So if it's hot outside, take your grill out and go cook. I mean, you don't know what the temperature or the weather conditions are going to be when you get to the contest. I mean, it could be windy. It could be rainy, it could be cold, it could be hot, whatever it is. So I just suggest, like, whatever, like, weird weather you have going on at the time, go outside and cook. Learn how your grill works with, you know, with the different elements that are going on. So, because you can only control, you can only can control what you can control, you know what I mean? So you can control your fire, you know how that's going to work. You, you know, you control how you're going to put your steak on. You you can control all that. You just gotta you just gotta be at home and practice. Like because I've done several con like you know out in Arizona sometimes we get these haboobs. Have you guys heard of those? No, no. Those big old those big old massive. So what you need to do? Side note, just go on Google sometime whenever you get a chance. Just type in Arizona haboob. We get these giant dust storms. I mean, massive. Mm. Anyways, so the way you know, so it'll be windy during this. So I'll go outside. I'll get my state. I'll get my machine. Uh, my M grill out there, and I will get all ready. And, you know, I'll see how my my uh, my grill handles the steak or the the wind. Like, what do I need to do? I need to close this vent a little bit. 
I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, I got, I got this whole science now that I could go on for forever. But yeah, man, I just say you just need to practice. Just practice, 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 practice. Okay, so you you mentioned find a grill you like. I always see the PK grills at the at the state competition. You know, videos and what that I've watched. You said M grills. What what are you cooking on? What do you, what's what's the one to use? I well, so I used to use a, I used to use a PK, and well, so I bought a PK, and we had like one or two contests here in Arizona, and I cooked on a PK, and I was you know I was in love with these state contests because we don't really have a lot of barbecue contests, so these state contests started popping up. I was like, damn, so. I bought this PK and it was fun and, you know, doing that. And then my buddy in Utah said, Hey, why don't you come up here and come cook this, uh, come cook this steak contest up here. It's a double. I said, all right. But you know, then I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to get up there? And not, he doesn't, he didn't have an extra grill for me. So I, he said he could do a Weber with some grill grates. And I was like, man, I'm, I've never cooked on a Weber with grill grates or cooked on a, you know, cooked a steak on a Weber. I've never done that. So I was like, nah, I can't do that. So then I seen a uh, C4. It's an M Grills C4. They're they're made in uh, Texas, and they're they look like an ammo can, pretty much. <laughs> and it's got a it's got a rat it's got a grill grate on there. I mean it's it's small. I mean it's literally probably a half, a little more than half of a chimney of charcoal in this thing, and you're ready to roll. So I saw this, and I was like, I had to have it. So I bought it. This thing was awesome, man. And the best part about it was I could throw it in my suitcase and take off and fly wherever I want to fly. Awesome. No, no trouble at all. The only thing I needed, I needed to borrow a table, and I just needed to cook under somebody's canopy. That was it. So I fell in love with this thing, and we made it. My dad won that year, and he made it to uh, the championship, the uh, World State Championship in Texas. So I get out there and I hunt down Travis. Travis is the owner of M Grills, and we were talking, and you know he just loved about how much I was promoting the C4. I mean, nobody heard about that out here in Arizona. I mean, nobody, nobody's really heard of that. I've never. And he heard loved of what I was doing, and he's just like, man, he's like, I want you to join our team. So he got me on, you know, the Team M Grills, and he hooked me up with a M16, which is the Bentleys of State Grills. Nice. And it is it I mean it's just a beast. So yes, I cook on a M16. It's by M Grills. That's awesome. Yeah, those I see, I seen them online. They look pretty badass. And I think I know the answer to this next question. I'm going to tee up for you anyway, but what is your go-to fuel? Oh, jealous devil, baby. <laughs> That's what jealous I thought you said. All the way. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know no no you know, I'm, I mean I don't just I don't just, you know, plug stuff that you know i don't like to use or you know that i don't use or i don't really care about jealous devil was the only charcoal that i could use in my mini c4 that kept the grill grate temp of what i needed that was the only charcoal that could burn hot enough to keep my c4 going the so little ammo can are you, are you using the lump or have you you tried out their uh, briquettes or what are you using i've tried both i, I use I, I stick the lump man i'm used to that it's i i love their i love their briquettes but I'm I'm a lump man all the way. So we we definitely use the the jealous devil here, and we've been doing it probably yep. like probably I don't know how long you think maybe a year a and year, a half, year and a half something like that so yeah. around there. Yep. And we started getting in these small little bags of of the jealous devil uh, briquettes. Yeah. I, I I love them. I I I think I think they're maybe the same thing. I, I know it's a briquette versus a lump. Um, 
I love the lump. I think it's the same thing too. I, I, I do, uh, but in your opinion, like there's not a it, the heat source. It just burns so clean and so energy efficient. Wise, you know, right? What I mean? Hot and forever. Uh, yes, it just. But do you and add little ash too? There's there's no ash. No, I know, I know. It mm-hmm. just it's just so clean. But are I, you? I don't understand it. Are no. you mixing anything? <laughs> do, you, do you ever mix some? So like me personally, I like to take uh, mesquite, uh, not not a lot, just a little bit of mesquite, and let that burn down a little bit. I don't want it to be just raw fire for the mesquite. I want it to burn down to like a, a charcoal. Almost. Yeah. Uh, and then start cooking. Are, are you using any other woods with your... With your... You know, no. I, I I messed around with hickory before in my uh, on my grill. I mean, barbecue contests, of course. You know, I use I use hickory and pecan. But steak contests, man, I just think... I just think you can taste... I mean, I just think it's an overwhelming taste. Right. And you just... You have to control what you can control. Like, you know, like if you're... Because you know you're going to add a certain amount of seasonings to your steak. Like you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be on your game with that. Because you know you could be too salty. You could be like, eh, I don't really taste anything. So now you're just adding another flavor to that steak. So you want to make sure your seasoning, you know, coincides with that with that uh, wood that you're adding to this. Right. But right. so no, I I don't do that. I've messed around with it before, and it's bit me in the ass so many times that I just, I, you know, I got fed up with it. I couldn't do it. Hey, but I I, you know what? I yeah. do know a lot of people out there right now that, you know, big-time big steak guys, they, they swear by it. They add a chunk right before they throw the steak on it. You know, wow. I can't do that. Yeah, so I, I have a so, hard time I mean, with doing that right before I put a piece of meat on. Um, I, I, I've done a lot with, like, live, live fire cooking and, and cooking over just coals. Um, even like oak or like Texas, everybody uses oak, right? Or, or, or something. But mesquite, yeah. I think, is one that a lot of people are afraid to use. It, it's very, it can be very smoky, very, right. very overpowering. Overpowering. So you yes. have to know how yes, to use it. it. And and I, the yes. key, the key for us was watching that mesquite burn down to a charcoal, or, yep. or to where you had just just some coals on fire versus any part of wood on fire. If you had wood. You know, raw wood or anything like that, to me, was just overpowering. Yeah, it was just so overpowering. Yes. Yeah. So I totally agree. The key was starting a fire like an hour before you really wanted to cook and then stoking it with some Jealous Devil and whatever else. Uh, now, again, I have not done a steak cook-off, so I'm yeah. not sure how that would yeah. even translate. And, and different palates, right? So if we do one here in Texas, it, it may translate different versus doing one in Arizona or, or wherever uh, you else. You know, it, it might. It so, might, you know, because I know the the people the you know nothing on the judges or anything, but they absolutely hate my steak in Utah. I mean, I don't, I can do, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what I could, I could put hundred dollar bills in that box and they would still hate my my steak. So I just think you know it's different when you travel to different places. You know, I I do pretty well in Arizona and in uh, California, but you know Utah, man. I think the best I've done in Utah is like fifth place steak, and you know they just slam me for taste all the time. So do, so, they, do they actually give you a feedback when you when you do these competitions? They tell you what you did so, right, what you did wrong. Yeah. So once you turn your steak in, you'll have a you know it's in a styrofoam box, and you take it up, and when you turn it in, they'll make you open the box, and they'll ask you, you know, hey, is this is this how you want to present your steak to the judges? And you look at the box, double check, make sure there's no string on there, you didn't leave anything. And you tell them yes. So what they do is they tape a envelope on there with a uh, 
with like those tickets, you know, those uh, like those fair tickets that stick together, like if you're mm-hmm. going right, to win right. a prize. So they, they tape it on there, and you get the other half of that ticket. So you sign your name so they know it's you, and then there's a number on there. So they'll go through, and the ju- and the stake will go through all the judges and all that, and they will. Uh, it's not like comment cards; they will score. They will score your stake from you know appearance, taste, um, texture, and like overall impression. So they got to write. I, I believe it's one through ten. You know, give a number one through ten on how that stake was. So then they add up those numbers, and they Brett with SCA. He has. They have an equation that they do, and. So when it goes to awards, they don't call you by your name. They call you by ticket numbers. Okay. So whatever ticket number is, you know, that did the best is that's that they call you by the ticket number. So, but so the feedback. Sorry. So anyways, the feedback at the end of that. At, so after awards and all that, then they post these papers up wherever the uh, the awards are. They'll post them up on like a poster board or tape them on a wall. So you go up there and you can you look for your number. You look for your number, and then you can see the different scores you got in each category. So, you know, a trick about that, just go up there and take a picture with your phone, man, and then hand it to your dad while you're driving home and have him yell at you about, you know, how shitty your steak was. Right. I told you, it's too much salt. <laughs> I too told you salt. the cast yeah, iron yeah, pan yeah. would work. Yeah, yeah I right. told you that cast iron pan. Yeah, I know, exactly. I hear it all the time. Man, I wish we but, could get that kind of feedback at our competitions. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, you either we get, you get your place and that's it. You don't get anything else. Well, no. there's some. I, oh, there, really? There, no, there, yeah. there's there's some that are like that. that the really good ones will post it. I, I went to one, uh, and this is for the... This is a steak? No, this this was this, for this just a barbecue. the full cook-off, right? Okay. So we went to one one time where uh, they only announce first through... Fourth? Third. 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 First through third. Oh, Nothing else. So when I walked away, I was like, I guess I got fourth. And <laughs> yeah. that's it. I mean, that's all you can oh, take away from me. You, you didn't even get any any info on that after that? Nothing. Well, Nothing. None of our cook-offs. Wow. None of our cook-offs. We, we'll get like maybe we a top 25. But there's, really? no, there's no score. There's no like, hey, yeah, presentation, presentation flavor, this, nothing. flavor this. And that's the yeah, IPCA. Like, I mean, I know some of the other competitions uh, – organizations provide a little bit more detail yeah like kcbs like sometimes sometimes you'll get you'll get a million comment cards from a judge telling you how shitty your food was or how great your food was yeah and sometimes you won't you won't even get a comment card but you 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 get you get papers that say you know where you placed how you did on that table right who was on your table and stuff like that but like sca you only get numbers, and you know Joe Blow next door could tell you, "Oh, I got you know I got 12th place," you know, and you, you don't really know what anybody else got. You just know what you got because you don't know anybody anybody else's numbers, you know, the, the tickets that they got. So, uh, let, so me, let me ask you this: uh, So, yes, sir, you've been through a lot of state competitions, and so and a lot of barbecue competitions. One of the things that yes. we kind of do on our our podcast is kind of show off a little barbecue fails okay can you think of and i'm putting you on the spot i'm sorry uh, can you no, think of a good, barbecue good. fail just an epic just a contest that you're like just nothing went right i mean it's just horrible you know and it could be steak or barbecue or whatever or it could be cooking man i got <laughs> i got all kinds of fails <laughs> fail stories from thursday night you know happy hours in the parking lots of the contest or Drinking too much, or yeah. Uh, let's see here. You know, I 
I turned in chicken one time at a KCBS contest at 157 degrees because the elevation. And I said, <laughs> well, I don't want to DQ. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm turning it in. Yes. So, you know, I turned it in. So, well, my, okay. So my most recent, I don't know if this is a fit, this is close to a fail. So at a state contest, they had a, they had a contest out in uh, Simi Valley, California. And it was a steak, and the side category was tri-tip. So I'm thinking, damn, I'm going to California. Everybody cooks a tri-tip there. So I was like, all right. So I won this online contest with Hassel Meat Company. It was like a, they did like a steak contest. People go on there and vote. So I won that, and Hassel, Hassel Meat Company from Texas, you know, they call it the Texas Wagyu. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that. Yep. They, uh. They, uh, they sent me like a whole box full of meat, and I requested, can I please, you know, I just want two tri-tips. I don't care about anything. I, just give me two tri-tips. So they sent me two tri-tips and some other meats and stuff, and tri-tips were beautiful. So I was like, okay. You know, and my biggest thing is, is I, when I do the side categories, is I try to be the most different, out-of-bounds, out-of-the-box type, you know, turn-in I can turn in because, you know, I, I want to be different. I don't want to be what everybody else is turning in. So, I'm thinking, okay, so everybody's going to turn in brisket, you know, maybe like a brisket box, I don't know. So what I decided to do is, I got some the biggest shrimp that I could find, and I sliced this tri-tip real thin, and I meat glued it to around the whole shrimp. And all the, the shrimp, you couldn't really see the shrimp, you could just see the tail fanned out. So... I'm thinking, man, I'm going to really kick some ass with this. <laughs> so I go out there, and, you know, I'm kind of looking around, and, you know, my neighbor over here is telling me about teriyaki. <clears throat> this other guy's telling me, oh, he's the best California tri-tip guy in the world, and, you know, these guys are, you know, so I don't listen to anybody. I'm like, okay, you guys <clears throat> you guys go do you. So I throw my I throw my tri-tip, my tri-tip slices, you know, that are wrapped around the shrimp. I'm grilling them away, and I'm looking around. Everybody's cooking a whole tri-tip. And I'm thinking, you know, I didn't read the rules on how I was supposed to turn this tri-tip in. So I was like, oh, okay, we'll see what happens. So my buddy that was with me, my dad was there. He cut his brisket like a tri-tip box, or like a, or cut his tri-tip like a brisket box, you know, so made it look like a brisket box. My other buddy's doing, everybody's doing that. I'm like, well, no, I ain't doing that. I'm, I got the shrimp, whatever. Right, right. So surf and turf. Exactly. You know, I'm trying to be different here. So I put at the bottom of the box. I put these real nice grilled asparagus. You're not. You, you don't have. You're not. Well, you you do not have to garnish the box, but I always do. So I go walking in. There's probably four minutes left. I go in to turn my box in, and the guy opens the box, looks at it, shuts it, gives me my uh, my ticket, and the one of the promoters kind of looked at that box. And then chase the box back to where the judges were. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a little weird. So I walked back to the trailer. And I'm thinking, man, I kicked some ass. So now I'm, I got to get steak focused because I got to get ready to throw my steak on. Well, yeah, because you were thinking it was so good. <laughs> right. He wanted a second look. Right, yeah. I already right? won that one. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, damn, man, he must have really liked that. I'm going to rip, you know, I had this nice sauce on it. Boy, this was, but I, I can send you all a picture too. I mean, this thing was beautiful. So... I'm inside my trailer, and the, the rep comes up, and he's holding a box, and he's like, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, I'm white as a ghost, and he's like, man, he's like, you can't turn that in. I was like, well, what do you mean? 
He's like, didn't you read the rules? I was like, well, no, I probably should have, but no. And he's like, well, you're supposed to turn in slices. And I'm like, well, shit. And he's like, well, you, you can't turn this in. And then he kind of looks at the clock and then looks at me and then gives me the obvious look at the clock and then back at me and then left. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I got, I got like one minute. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll take the DQ. That's fine. Disqualify me. Whatever. It's fine. And my dad, of course, jumps on my ass. He's like, rip that tri-tip off that strip, throw it in the box, and turn it in. <laughs> right. Nice. But, nice. So I was like, all right. So I'm ripping this tri-tip off this shrimp. And I got meat glue on there, man. Yeah. And if you guys have ever used meat glue, that never, stuff sticks. Never used it. I've never even heard of it. Oh, it was Okay, so meat glue, you know, you can you can glue any type of pieces of meat together. You got to let it sit overnight, and you can... I know some people that put it on their chicken skin, so make sure that the uh, skin stays over, like, chicken thighs and stuff, so it's, like, bite through. <clears throat> so, so, anyways, so I'm ripping this tri-tip off, and pieces of shrimp are, are hanging on there, and the shrimp's coming <laughs> off. You know... I got 30 seconds, man. So I'm scraping. I mean, this box looked like a three-year-old just threw stuff in the box. I mean, it was horrible. And here I go. I'm running my fat ass to turn ins real quick. You know, there's like 10 seconds to go. And the lady's like, you're okay. If I see you coming, you know, it's not, you know, if I see you coming, then you're already, you're already in. You don't have to run. I'm like, all right, all right. So I turned it in. You know, and. Everybody's making fun of me, you know, blah, 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 blah. I pulled a freaking third place out of that. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's a barbecue win. Out of 20-some yeah. teams, man. I'm, I, I, I'm embarrassed. I didn't even take a picture of the I was embarrassed of it. I mean, it was horrible. They're like, man, how do you but, get I mean, that surf and turf flavor on that meat with no right. shrimp in it? Yeah, <laughs> thanks to Pops. I know. I know, right? I know. Insane. So I don't know if that technically counts as a fail, but... It was kind of a fail on my part for not reading the rules. Yeah, that's definitely. A, it, that's it's a what barbecue we like win. call like a barbecue fail slash win. Yeah, I mean, well, it, I mean, <laughs> I, slash, think about yeah, this. Hold it off. I just found out you could glue particles of shrimp to meat. Right. <laughs> my mind is blown right now. Yeah, it's I'm just like, super good. You can get yeah. it. Is it edible? A, there was this contest out here called uh, it, was, it was a uh, BCS contest. It's not a KCBS contest. It's more of like an Arizona sanction type deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to put him on the spot, but he's a pretty big known name out here in Arizona. And he was out at this contest, and uh, we always, you know, we always play jokes on each other. Or, you know, hey, let's let's do McDonald's barbecue sauce on ribs, or let's, you know, let's mess around on one meat. He shows up at this contest, and he has a brisket flat, meat glued to the brisket point, and it's perfectly <laughs> shaped. To fit a box, and this sucker is glued together, man. It looked like a five-inch brisket flap, man. It was massive. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it, you know, but we were cooking next to him, and by the time it was in the smoker, there was just so much fat in there, it just it totally came apart. I mean, it was, but anyways, yeah, meat glue. Check it out. I mean, it's a lot of people are hate on it, but it, it's fun to play with. That sounds amazing. That does sound amazing. I'm thinking like you're thinking. Meat glue right now. Yeah, Jan's about to <laughs> meat glue some ribs to some chicken to some brisket. Yeah. Right, turducking. <laughs> yeah, turbrisket. I think I think uh, Slacker Daddy has a has it or is it Slacker Daddy? Whatever it is in California has a uh, YouTube video on meat glue, 
or he calls it like Frankenstein steak, and uh, he glues like different pieces of like chuck roast and all this stuff together to make it look like a ribeye. It's pretty interesting, man. You could you could totally mess with some meat glue. It's, is that why everybody's awful. everybody's moving out of that state? Is that why? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, too much meat glue. I can see it now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's phenomenal. So those uh, those steak competitions, they do like all kinds of crazy like side side entries. It's not just like yeah. out here we do. So, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say out here we do brisket ribs, chicken, and then there's like an open category usually. Sometimes beans or dessert, but basically an open. Do whatever you want. But I've seen you guys do like a wing category or a tri tip category. Yeah, usually on SCAs they have a uh, an SCA contest. They got a side category which is. <clears throat> tri-tip or ribs anything on a stick i mean they got i mean we've had pizza uh burgers i mean it just pretty much anything like the uh this championship i'm going to in utah in september their side category is grilled cheese appetizers and uh the one i'm going to this weekend is anything that used to fly side category <laughs> okay yeah i mean you know and you think about it like okay well what you know what am i going to turn in crickets chocolate covered crickets grasshoppers. Or like grasshopper i mean what am i gonna what am, what the hell am i gonna do for that so yeah there's tons of side categories man and ever since i won my golden ticket my my dad and i we get we get pretty into these side categories and you know we've we've gotten into it so much we're now ranked in the top 10 in the nation in side categories, which is, you know, which is pretty awesome. That's, that's awesome. That's both a feat. Of you are. That's, that's a feat. Yes. I love that. Yeah, both of us are. And I'm beating him by one point, and it's killing him. I bet it is. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> killing him I right bet now. it is. Hey, hey, you know what? I Let's give a shout-out to your dad. What, 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 what's your dad's name? My dad's name is Jerry. Jerry, uh, I have faith that, that you, can, you can get to the extra point, extra two points, really. You need two <laughs> yes. points. We have faith you're going to get this done by the end of the year. Oh, man. He's trying. It gets at, and I'm glad you guys brought it up, too, because when he listens to this, it's going to irk him even more, and I'll just be smiling. I'll be smiling. So what is, what's been y'all's uh, best finish in the steak uh, for the steak category or whatever? Uh, in steak? Yeah. Well, my best finish. Well, my okay. Well, my dad won one first, and that was probably the first. That was the first SCA we've ever entered, and that was at a barbecue contest, a Kansas City Barbecue Society contest in uh, in San Diego. It was for like they had these boat races out there, so they decided to put on a, a barbecue contest and a steak contest with it. And so I was trying to explain to him. I was watching YouTube videos, doing a bunch of research on this <laughs> SCA stuff. You know, and he's loading this cast iron pan. I said, well, what are you going to do with that? He's like, oh, I'm going to cook my steak in it. Like, no, you're not. Look, here, you know, this is what you need. Here's the grill grates. Here's this. Here's that. And he said, absolutely not. I'm cooking in a cast iron pan. I said, okay, whatever. So we go to that contest. He wins the whole freaking thing in a cast iron pan. So that's, you know, he's, he's won one. And then I recently won one this year. Uh, it was Arizona's largest state contest. And I believe there was like 42 or 43 teams there. So, yeah, that's you know. And now we're just we're so we're so deep in these side categories right now because you know it's just a it's just a uh, what do you call it? It's just a competition between him and I, really, because you know we're, we travel together, we're on the same team, but 
we just cook separate separately sure. you know we do our own steak turn-ins little side category turn-ins and all that you know what i can't tell you right now i i love the fact that nothing's better than the ride home right oh I just love it. I can. I mean, I can. It's almost like you could cut the tension. Yet, maybe a little smack talk. Maybe a little of this. I. I. I could just picture the ride home going. Hey, well, I got first. You got second. Or, <laughs> yeah, hey, I got well, sixth. See, you got ninth. What's going on? Can't. The worst part. The worst part for me is is at a contest. My dad will start drinking probably at eleven or twelve o'clock that day, and he's a fanat- He's a wine fanatic. Like he, he Chardonnay in a box. That's all he wants. That's all he drinks. So he'll get hit, he'll get going on that, and then you know the contest happens. And if I do better, or if he does better, or if we both get our ass kicked, and it's a I don't know six nine hour drive home. It's it, it's just him going over the scores. I should have done this. You should have done that. You should have done this. You should have done that. I mean it's. It's an absolute shit show, man. It really is. Yeah, I, I, but I, you know, I love them. It's 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 awesome. It's it's a fun time. That's fantastic. I I actually saw one where y'all get shot grand champion, something, and you're you're a beer bong in a uh, a, can, oh, a, yeah. a beer or something. You're like just celebrating. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm doing this, and then I'm like, shit, yeah. you gotta drive home after that. <laughs> yeah, well, see, well, all right. Well, so here's the story on that. The uh, it was a BCS contest, and it was literally probably ten. 12 minutes from my house and I'm we were absolutely pumped for it because you know we've never had a contest this close to home I mean literally I could probably ride my bike there if I had a bicycle I, I could drive it. those are the worst ones so, <laughs> yeah exactly so this is in this is right before coronavirus got massively huge I mean it was it was around but people didn't know like they were still you know they were taking the toilet paper and all the hand sanitizer that's when all that started. <laughs> right, right. So at the, the, where the contest was held, it's in this, like, retirement community called Sun City. And it's nothing but, you know, it's, you know, older people that live there. And the promoter of the contest wanted us to do People's Choice, which, which People's Choice is people come in, they buy tickets, and every ticket they hand to, people, they hand to the bar- barbecue guys, we can give them a sample of meat, and they pick their sample of meat. So he wanted us to do the uh, people's choice, and then he wanted us to vend, which vend we can sell full plates of barbecue food, which you know we we've done in the past. We we do that. So we were vending, we were doing people's choice, we were doing a barbecue contest. So my dad must have bought 50, 60 racks of ribs, probably I don't know 19 pork butts, and a bunch of chicken. So. You know, I'm thinking, you know, I just left the grocery store and I go back to the trailer and we're getting ready and everything. I'm thinking, dude, this Corona thing is going on. I, the, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people here at all. Like, I don't, I don't think, I think we, well, this is way too much food. But next thing I know, I go looking outside, there's these tour buses coming in and they're dropping these old people off. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like the state fair. There's people everywhere. You're like, Jesus. You know, and I'm like, holy, sh- how the hell are we going to do it? barbecue contest sell food and do people's choice you know and i think and not spread corona (laughs) and not i know and you know this was before it got like where everybody's okay stay home do this do that this was like right before then people were kind of freaking out i mean this was right before it hit and i because i was thinking no way these old people are coming out here because i wouldn't no way (laughs) so i just thank god that my sister and my girlfriend were there 
And they were able to handle the people's choice, the vending. I mean, it got so busy that my dad couldn't help me with the contest. He had to jump in to help sell food. His buddy was there. He was bouncing back and forth from helping me to doing that. And the turn-ins were, I don't know, probably, I don't know, probably two football fields deep to where I had to turn in at. So I was doing all that by myself. And, you know, we got through all that. We sold out of all of our food. We did, you know, and I was like, I, I don't even remember what the competition barbecue tasted like because our trailer was so packed. And I'm trying to do different stuff to these things. And, man, here we, you know, we got first place this, second place, third place, first place. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, I think we just won this whole freaking thing, man. And lo and behold, man, we won the whole thing. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. I've seen that when, when one of y'all win or one of you do better than the other, somebody takes their shirt off. Is that a thing? <laughs> well, so we just we just started that, man. So Utah Utah has a uh, – they started this five this five contest stake series. So they're going to do – they got five contests. It's usually one a month. And the best, the best, you know, the, they tally all your scores up. And the best person, you get this, they have a massive championship in September that we're going to, that they're going to, you know, they're going to award the championship of these five contests. So not a lot of, because Arizona was kind of locked down and, you know, festivals were getting canceled, contests were getting canceled, pushed back. Nothing was going on. And I was like, you know, let's, let's start going to Utah. Let's just, you know, it's not. It's really not that bad of a drive. The speed limit's 80 miles an hour. I mean, we'll be there in six, seven hours. Let's just do it. So we had people from Arizona started going with us. Luton Booty, Bill the Grill, Josh Day, you know, and a couple other buddies, and we were all going up there. So so we made this pact, you know, because we had these Friday night happy hours, man, where we kind of just sit in the hotel parking lot, drink a bunch of beer, and, and uh, you know, get ready for the contest. So we made a bet saying, okay, Whoever places the best at each contest from Arizona, we have to take a group photo, and the person's got to take their shirt off. You know, you know, barbecue guys, man. We ain't, we, you know, we're not ready for the beach. I mean, we're, <laughs> you know, we're, we like to eat, man. That's our, that's our thing. So, yeah. So that's that's the deal with that. So, the, if you ever see pictures with somebody with their shirt off, that's the deal. They they whooped everybody's ass. It should be the opposite, but I, you know, I think this works out better. No, it's, I think I think fire. you're right. I think you're right. I think it does work out better. That's awesome. Yeah, and you gotta have you gotta have fun at these things, man. It's they're a lot of fun. All right, Kyle. Hey, we really do appreciate you coming on here and sharing a little bit hey, of your steak hey, knowledge with us, dude. I feel like time, we just got man, the all, knowledge bomb. Yeah. Any uh, websites or uh, anything social media yeah, yeah, just, that you want to plug? Just I let got, us know. I, yeah, check out, you know, You're Behind Barbecue on Instagram, Facebook, and then also we're starting a YouTube channel. I got a couple videos up there right now. If you guys check us out, You're Behind Barbecue, and we're going to post um, on YouTube, we're going to post all of our videos of every uh, side category that we've done. We've either won, second place, third place, or 15th place. We're going to post a video every month about... Uh, showing everybody the recipe on what we do, how we turn it in, you know, some fun you guys can do at the, at the house or uh, do for the barbecues or your uh, or the family. So, Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Dude, I've really enjoyed this, man. I, I feel like I've, I've, I told, I was like, dude, I think we would get along really well. We, like, <laughs> we, we, we will drink, but we're really serious about barbecue and we're, we're passionate about it. 
John, don't talk shit. But right also, now. we'll drink. Well, we'll drink. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Hey, man. Good luck uh, this weekend and good luck in uh, September. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, appreciate we'll it. Definitely do this again. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for, thanks for having me on, man. I really enjoyed it. All right, thanks, later, Carl. Cool. Thanks, guys. That dude knows the steak. Dude, I am like really shocked that he dropped as much knowledge as he did on the competition side. And some of the things, he didn't go into seasonings, which, why would you? Uh, but he did say he's repping and he's on the Cosmos team. Cosmos team. Cosmos. So obviously, yeah, there's some rubs. Cosmos right. rubs there going on. In fairness, on. we didn't really ask him what we didn't ask. Nah, it's kind I of feel personal. Like we'd ask him, yeah, like, personal. Sure. Um, no, I just forgot to ask. I would have asked him. I'd probably say he, uh, you know, when he's doing his competitions, he probably rarely makes mistakes. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's probably true. No oh, steaks. Steaks makes miss. miss steaks. Uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I do. Boom. I, I do think he did a great I'm job. Out of here. And uh, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Right. Hey, <laughs> don't quit your day job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Seriously, I think the guy did a great job. He's personable. Uh, he, he came across um, uh, really well, and he dropped some knowledge. So for a lot of people yeah. that have never been into, it, like I've never done one, I, I think I've, I've learned. Like, okay, I think I got this. Yeah. So, he, Jan thinks he can beat anyone at I, this mm-hmm. point. Hey, you know what? Kyle, challenge. I'm coming for you, brother. I'll see you in Dallas. Hey, man. Hey, we'll go catch a Cowboys game together. That's right. Yeah. Seriously, thanks a lot. It was awesome. Appreciate so. it. Yeah. And I feel like we have him on again. He's just going to drop more knowledge on sure. us. So, yeah, yeah, we're look, not done with that guy. Uh, yeah, look forward to the next couple of uh, months. We'll have this guy back on. But For sure. Do you guys want to... Talk about the non-existent. go into the grab them Un- in the brisket. Unnamed... Beer review. Still the unnamed beer review. We do we have to name this? <laughs> Alan didn't even participate in it. It's that. a beer. It, it's a sad. <laughs> it's no, a beer it's review a... with no name. <laughs> That's fine. It is what it is at this point. It yeah. will have a name again someday. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. What do we have here? We have a New Belgium Imperial Ale. Ooh, I might uh, like that. Called Voodoo Ranger. Okay. Um, New well, Belgium, maybe that's the brand. I don't they know. They did not skip on the can, did they, Jan? No, they did not. And let me tell you, this is some great artwork. This is it great. Is. It's cool, right? Spared no expense on that. Nine percent alcohol. If you look at this, like it's like this skeleton, like old uh, bomber like, bomber jacket, bomber scarf, right? Hat. Uh, it's got some. Um, what do you call them here? What is it, the ear earmuffs? Earmuffs. Ear radio something. Uh, yeah, I don't on, know. on the on the side, it's got a, a patch of a hamburger, right. which TV is weird. For your ears. Um, <laughs> yeah. What a hamburger! Seen, man. I haven't even seen that yet. Yeah. I didn't see that thing. Patch of a hamburger there. Definitely, um, definitely gold tooth going on here. Yeah, one gold tooth, like pirate. Looks um, like he's got the like, Elvis sunglasses on. I mean, just the big, huge, just gaudy gold shades. Yeah, it's pretty awesome artwork. So this flows all over the place, basically. This ranger. He's a voodoo yeah. ranger. So <laughs> there's that. Wait, 9% by alcohol by volume. Yeah, and it's a tall boy. This? And it's a tall boy. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's big. What is it 24 ounces or something? It's really I big. Yeah, I want this to be good. It looks like a 2.1, so we'll see yeah. what it tastes like. I want like. this to be I good. I don't know. Don't right. give me your citra. It gets too hot. hot. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't have high hopes for this one. It being an IPA and it's 9%, mm. I'm like, I don't know about this. We got this. I'm already smelling it. It smells like just grapefruits and like hops just had a baby and just like. It had a voodoo ranger. Let's try it. 
I think it tastes delicious. It's not, I don't know about the rest of it's you. It's not bad. <laughs> it's I just a great beer. I just wouldn't buy it again. <sighs> but it's not bad, right? Ooh, I would buy this again. Hey, it Cheers. is good. Yeah, that? right here. Boom. Cheers to that. It's very crisp, very fr- it's, refreshing. It's so I mean, that's pretty nice. Surprisingly it's a, good. It's yeah. a hazy. It's a hazy beer. Um, it's very crisp. It's not overly hoppy or anything mm-hmm. else. Uh, this is a good beer, guys. It's tight. You know, sometimes you get a hoppy beer and like it kicks you in the mouth. It's like real hoppy front mm, end. It's mm-hmm. just smooth. It's just very smooth like IPA. Fucking rabbit okay, so jumping in your throat. Yeah. That's are we talking like. about like Jackie Chan kick in the mouth or are we talking about Van Damme kick in the no, mouth? No, I'm talking about rabbits in your throat. Just pop, 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 pop. That hoppy. That kind of <laughs> that, hoppy. That's okay. exactly what we're talking yeah. about right there. Okay. <laughs> so, now, what, do you, what do you, you know what, Alden? What do you got with this? Yeah, rabbit mouth. Come on, B. B rabbit. I'm not saying that it's bad, and that's that's the problem. I, I, you know, my opinion may be misconstrued sometimes because they don't think I like it. Right? It's he not, wouldn't buy it. It's not that I don't like it. I just wouldn't buy it. I've had enough. Hey, <laughs> let me try it again. You're no, the, I'm you're, just kidding. Um, you're the American people, man. People want to hear your views. Well, you know, my these kind of beers reviews aren't aren't the best for the seller. If obviously. it's trash, it's trash. Yeah. It's it, not, but it's not trash. Does it taste good? good? So what it is tastes it? good. For me, it's probably about a 5.6. Okay. That's a good score. So like, an, you're not a, saying it's trash. It's, it's, it's an, an okay beer. It's, okay it's beer. an average yeah. beer. You're not buying this I'm beer. I'm not buying that beer again. If this beer is but it in, still the, in the, okay in the fridge, me. and there's other beers, you're not grabbing for that beer. No. Well, if, I'm out of, take, if I'm out of beer and that's in there, I'll drink it. There you go. Okay. So I'm pulling out my Alden coefficient graph that I've put together, mm-hmm. and that puts uh, Alden right at about like a 7.4, 7.5 to the rest of us. Okay. Could you stop the with the big words? <laughs> yeah. Matt. Oh. Hey, Matt, why are you coming? Like You're Matt, making us look John dumb. doesn't know what coefficient is. <laughs> you you say words. get my thesaurus out. <laughs> yeah, you say exactly. coefficient. I didn't I know say, I needed a study for this. Right, and so, I say okay. circumbat. So, yeah, yeah we're... Yeah. we're well, well, they both make up words. That's fine. Sure. I'm gonna bring out my calculator. The more I yeah. drink of this beer, though, I'm not gonna be able to use any more of those big yeah. words. Well, we all know coefficient's <laughs> not a real word. So, anyways, J- Jan, what do you think? You got to cosign that. Yeah, cosign, cosign <laughs> that coefficient. Um, yeah, honestly, I like the beer. I, I'm probably not gonna be crazy high on this, but I'm gonna be pretty high. Seven four. Yeah, you're pretty high. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's that's right that's at the outlet. I was thinking that's, that's kind of what good. it is. Yeah. Let's send four beer. I'll go ahead and go next. John looks like he's still trying to squint out a, uh, a review. So uh, that's a nine percent alcohol talking right there. Yeah, if if you don't like that real like we were talking about rabbit kick punch in the mouth or whatever, the throat, yeah, yeah, whatever that is, it's very smooth. Um, just a little bit citrusy. I'm giving this one a eight point three. This is a really good beer. It's a very good beer. Like very I almost beer. want to change my score already, just taking that last drink. Yes. It's kind of warmed up, but I'm not. Y'all haven't let me do that. Mm-hmm. I well, can't I, do I it. I think that's it's something that's interesting is we always, not all the times we get our own beers, so we're able to drink a full entire beer and then do a score. Usually it's off like a couple of sips or maybe a quarter of a beer, so you get a little bit of But this right here, I'm like it. It has a nice little punch of alcohol, and the more and more you drink, the more it's like, oh, this tastes pretty good. It's getting better. It does. It's better. It does. Yeah, as you drink it. God, John, I'm so disappointed in you. What did you give it, John? No, I haven't given it a score. I thought James oh, was going to read the jump. I was just one. building John up. Oh, were you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's what you said. It's got a it's got a 
little punch alcohol. It's got a little bit of hoppiness. It's kind of smooth. It just doesn't have anything for me that jumps out that's like, oh, I like that. Like a rabbit? It, the, yeah, there's nothing. There's no redeeming quality in this beer for me. Uh, was that a big word? Was that good? Redeeming? Uh, no, or quality? Not really. Which one? It's a normal word that a five-year uses. All right, dickwad. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this beer a 5.9. Wow, okay. that's a rookie It's score. a drinkable beer. I would, yeah, I, would I pick yeah. it over some beers? Probably. Dude, take another sip. It's not great. It's yeah. all right. What do you got? It's just not great. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to take another sip here. That silence that you just heard was James just enjoying that last sip even more than all the previous ones. Choking it down. (laughs) Exactly. Um, It's when you think about trying to find the 90 degrees of a tangent uh, (laughs) minus that and couple that by the uh, tangent. Exactly. Hey, read a book. Uh, I'm just kidding, guys. This is a great beer. I mean, I'm kind of in between Matt and John. I, I, I like this beer. I like it more than some of the IPAs that I've had before. I'm probably going to go maybe 7.3. Mm. Mm. Good beer. It's a good score. It's a way better score than John gave it. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's what's way better. It is. I was 7.4. Yeah. yeah. This beer definitely be in our top 100, so no mm. doubt about yep. that. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Top 100 hey, beer. You heard it here. Listen, go out and get a Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA because... Yeah, try it for yourself. Because well, we said so. Because <laughs> yeah. they're really freaking good. Yeah. And... They're not bad. I'm already slurring, so that tells you anything right there. Boom. <laughs> Nothing to do with the 12 beers awesome. before that one. <laughs> nope, it does not, John. Thank you. Where did this beer come from? From Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, New Belgium. New but Belgium. No, from, really from where? 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 About? Yeah, the store. Yeah. I Logistically. Uh, H-E-B. H-E-B. I'm going to go H-E-B. What fucking state? It's Texas. Texas. Oh, it came from here. I don't know if it's a Texas beer. I don't think it is a Texas beer. No, but it's New I, Belgium. Yeah. That, New Belgium? It's not is from that, Old Belgium. It's from New Belgium. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of difference between New Mexico. I feel like it's a California beer, Mexico. but I could be wrong. I don't know. What do we got? Asheville, New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, oh, LA. New Orleans all right. Beer. Oh, Voodoo. Oh, Asheville, Ranger. North Carolina. Voodoo. Voodoo. It all comes together. <laughs> Makes oh, sense. North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, okay. never mind. Yep, it doesn't come together at all. Nope. Why is it named that? No, Nobody knows. It's, together. <laughs> it's brewed and canned in New Belgium Brewing, Fort Collins, Colorado, and oh, Nashville, man. North Carolina. Okay, so this oh, yeah. is some. And, and, Hey, we've been saying we want to do some beers people can find anywhere. I know I've seen this in other states. Yes, so without a doubt. Yeah. If y'all want to try this, go it's try really it. It's really good. Tell us how wrong Jan is. And John, James's <laughs> twin brother. <laughs> wasn't bad. I mean, that, that was good. I just wasn't. Right, I, I guess buy. that concludes our beer review. <laughs> our untitled. <laughs> I feel like you just, <laughs> just kidding. Just fucked it hey, all up. Listen, we don't, we don't need a jingle on that one. Uh, it's the yeah. grab them the brisket. Brisket? Brisket? <laughs> grab them the brisket. Nine and a half beers are already getting it. Grab them the biscuit. <laughs> Can we just drop it? Good thing John's going to be able to edit all nope. this out. John mm-hmm. leads us in. Uh, parting words, James? Yeah, I'm going to go, hey, this is the grab the brisket. Beer <laughs> No, seriously, a parting words. <laughs> it was a good beer. I think he means the for end. the episode. <laughs> I do. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Do. Damn. Yeah. Holy moly. You got a really like a... Uh, Tough he's, crowd. He's yeah. a thick one, isn't he? <laughs> hey, give us a break. We just drink a 9% beer. Yeah. Right. 
No, hey, great episode. Uh, we love having Kyle on. We're going to have him back on again. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully some of the steak he knowledge that he decided not to come on. put out there. Hey, shout out to Kyle's dad. I mean, that seems like he's he's busting oh, the for sure. steaks out yeah. as well. Right. I mean, the yeah. busting the uh, pan-fried steaks. I yeah. mean. Hey, if they go compete in Dallas for the world whatever, we should just go up there for We just tonight. might have to make a road trip. Yeah, just like stand around drinking beer and like watching. No, you should probably do. Uh, you oh, I love you, that. You need to flip that now. You need more asparagus. <laughs> you need to be flipping every five seconds. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's just the only way you can really assure a perfectly good steak is if you flip it every like five seconds. Right. No, seriously though. he's He was awesome. We're gonna Super have awesome. We appreciate it. And this is honestly the sad part of the episode where we end... <laughs> And the episode ends, and yeah. we're going to go on to the... Actually, I think it rolls over to the first episode. <laughs> yeah, How weird is that, right? Like, I mean, the, the, have you gone back and listened to some of the first episodes and, like, compared it to the quality of the newer episodes? Yeah, you'd think we'd get better. We're not. It just stays the same. <laughs> I feel like you should it's do, the craziest like, thing, right? like Snoop Dogg does. So just chill till the next episode. That's Snoop Dogg's name. I definitely right. not want to do that. That'll be infringement. Yeah, I do. Shit. Like, yeah, the first episode. Uh, I would love to be able to like copy somebody else's stuff that was really popular. But but his was a song. It wasn't a, a podcast. Really I did love the 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 first episode where it's like Alden playing the guitar, and then it's like David Bobby. Yes, I forgot all about that. Yeah. we should bring that one back. Yes, if y'all listen to that. Thank God, God bless you for still listening. Yeah. I mean, that's something. Hey, the, why, Bruce, why do you think I quit listening? You're the true one percenter, right? That's yeah. why I quit listening, because I heard that nonsense. Sitting out my map. That was your guitar map. That's great. Hey, <laughs> thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Appreciate thanks it, guys. For listening. Stick tuned to the next episode. Yeah. He said stay tuned. Stay <laughs> tuned to the tuned. next episode. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We've been great. Just grab them in the brisket.